Thank you for joining our podcast today. This is the Results Matter Business Podcast by RCI. When results matter, think RCI. RCI is a business consulting group based out of Tennessee. Our services include digital transformation, cultural transformation, operational excellence, IT, and fractional leadership. We offer strengths in healthcare and manufacturing. We hope that you can gain something out of our podcast today, which helps you to move the needle. If we can ever be of assistance, please reach out through our website at www.thinkrci.com or on social media at thinkrci. Now, let's get into the podcast. Welcome back inside the Results Matter Business Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Zoba, and I'm pleased to be joined by our guests, Guy Deloach, Andrew Van Bruegel, and Tom Wilkerson. In this episode, we are going to get into effective leadership and why it's so important. So with that, let's jump in. Hello, hello. Thanks for joining me today. How's everyone doing? Doing good. Thanks, Andrew. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here, Andrew. Yes, Andrew. Thank you for having us. Looking forward to this. I like to start off every podcast by defining our terms. Um, so, Andrew, in your opinion, what is the essence of effective leadership? Yes, that's a question that's been around for a very long time, hasn't it? Um, and I don't think the answer is simple. But for me, there are a few there are a few key um, themes there. You know, firstly, the ability to uh, to inspire a group of people, um, to motivate a group of people. So we're not talking about doing stuff yourself. We're talking about the ability to get more out of the people that you're leading uh, and to move them in a common direction, obviously, um, so that they're all contributing to the same outcome. To do that requires a, a strong ability to, to communicate and to relate to the various team members. So that, I think, is a, is a key, um, you know, one of the key themes of, a, of leadership. Um, but also the ability to be decisive so that when decisions need to be made, they're done so quickly. Uh, trustworthy, um, you know, being able to walk the talk, to stay focused on that objective, uh, the ability to connect all the team members. You know, so these, are, these, are, these, I think, are some of the key characteristics of effective leadership. But beyond that, you know, to do that, according to certain values, uh, to, to, to drive towards the vision in a certain way, I think is a, is a key characteristic there to do that with energy and with passion, um, to have that viewpoint that is, uh, overarching that holistic sort of viewpoint, which often the team members don't have that view. So the leader, the leader has to be, uh, having that viewpoint to be effective. And then to be able to solve problems, you know, to do things that maybe haven't been done before or to to get through barriers effectively and quickly. So I think these are some of the common uh, leadership characteristics that, in my opinion, uh, are needed for, for success. That's great. Um, building off of that, Tom, what distinguishes a leader from a manager and how does this relate to effective leadership? I, th I think there's definitely a distinction between a leader and a manager, and it kind of lies in their their approach to guiding and influencing people. Both roles are critical, but let's understand that both roles are very critical to the to your team and to your organization, to your company. But I think they involve different skill sets and different responsibilities. We talk about a leader more focused typically on setting that vision, 
And as Andrew said, inspiring the team, motivating. They're looking more at the big picture, providing a sense of direction. Whilst a manager, more concerned with execution, uh, executing that vision on a day-to-day basis, more about running that day-to-day operation. I think another way to look at that is the leaders focus on more of the long-term goals and strategies, uh, the, the big picture of things, like I said, and the manager more concerned with the short-term objectives and making sure, because you have to make sure the immediate tasks are managed and accomplished if you're going to create, if you're going to meet that long-term objective. But at the end of the day, you you got to bring those two. You got to bring those together if you're going to achieve if you're going to achieve your goals. You got to foster positive work environment. You got to adapt to change, and integrating those but integrating those approaches is at the end of the day is the best is the best method. Yeah, that's great. Continuing on with that. Um, in your experience, have you noticed any key qualities or characteristics that distinguish effective leaders from everyone else? Sure. And usually I like to start with vision because that leader, he they, they must have an effective vision. Uh, and the other thing you have to be able to do is communicate that that vision. You can have the vision, but if you can't communicate it to your people, you can't communicate it to your team then obviously you're not going to be able to go anywhere. So that's that's certainly a critical characteristic. Integrity, you have to have integrity. You have to have trust. People have to believe what you say, and you need to do what you say. If you say you're going to do something, certainly you need to do it. You, 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 you have to carry through with that. Uh, and then you have to cre- create that with confidence. Uh, the team has to look at you and believe that you have confidence, not only in what you're saying, uh, and 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 what and and the, the vision you're creating. Uh, but you also, I think, you have to be op- you have to be open to questions. You have to be open to feedback. Uh, you have to be open to know what the problems are. One thing I always like to tell my team was. If there's a problem, I need. I, I want to know about it, and so we can solve that problem together. And uh, I, I think that's that that's that, that's critical. Accountability. Uh, you, you have to hold yourself accountable. The leader has to hold themselves accountable. They have to hold their team accountable. You know, for the for not only the day to day results, but agreeing on that vision, and what you're going to accomplish in one, two, three years. And, uh, and the last, last thing I'll say is, 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 is team building. It can t- uh, keeping that team together, building the team, and uh, creating a, an environment of uh, continuous learning and continuous improvement. No, I love that. Andrew, is there a universal set of leadership competencies that every effective leader should possess, or do these competencies vary by context in different situations? Yeah, definitely the effective leader is going to uh, is going to have to adapt to the situation and the context. And that's because uh, the situations and issues that they have to deal with and the people that they're leading are, of course, highly diverse. 
Um, so if you have a leader that has one very narrow range of behaviors or characteristics, uh, they're unlikely to be truly an effective leader. But so, that being said, I would say there are definitely some things that you would expect every leader to possess. And Tom was talking earlier about integrity. Yes, uh, you know, ethics, your your ability to understand right from wrong and fair from unfair is, is a virtue that is uh, very important in the effective and respected leader. But creating an environment where your team, uh, where it's safe for your team to speak out, to, to bring about or to bring up uh, concerns uh, or disagreements that they have, other opinions is, is, is key. That's necessary in every effective leader. The ability to train and teach and coach your people how to self-organize. Uh, yes, it's a cliche, but empowerment is a necessity for every effective leader. And then connecting different groups, different teams or different individuals in different situations and creating some sense of belonging to that common purpose is a skill set that is uh, that is natural to the effective leader. You know, the, the ability to, Tom talked earlier also about uh, being open to feedback, you know, being open-minded and being willing to experiment, um, being willing to take on measured risk as you come up with new ways of doing things is, is, is critical for the effective leader. And I think that genuine commitment to the team um, and that, 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 that building on that commitment as the team works towards the objective, uh, I think is a common a key characteristic that you would see in every effective leader. That's really great advice. And so Guy, building off of what both Tom and Andrew said, how does self-awareness contribute to becoming an effective leader? Oh, that's good. So um, self-awareness for me is encompassed in situational awareness that both Tom and Andrew were kind of referring to. And it, it, it kind of reminds me of a definition of uh, uh, wisdom that uh, I think all great leaders have. And, and that, that definition for me is you have to have a, strong topical knowledge um, or experience um, and then encompassing or surrounding or enveloping that is, you know, you've got to have that situational awareness. You know, not only do I have to have that deep understanding of a topic, uh, of, you know, that may be confronted by a leader, but I've got to understand what is the that situational awareness? What are the factors or forces in the environment that are surrounding it or the context or the culture? Um, and those two together um, kind of comprise wisdom. And I guess the third part of that is you got to have the courage to act on that. So that self-awareness is part of that situational awareness. And what we see a lot of times in great leadership and, and let's just say weak leadership is that lack of self-awareness. They have a, they, they don't realize where their shortcomings are, or let's say it's an emotional intelligence that we see a lot of times that they just don't have that self-awareness for, and they need help. Um, they need to grow in those areas but first, it must require a good leader to have that situational awareness, which encompasses a strong self-awareness of my weaknesses, my strengths, and where I can improve and do better. That's awesome. Awesome advice. 
I want to touch on leadership flexibility as well. So Andrew, how important is it for leaders to be adaptable in their leadership approach? Yes, Andrew, this is really, uh, I think, one of the most critical um, characteristics of the effective leader. So things are changing, circumstances are changing, environments are changing faster than they ever have before. And that change is accelerating as time goes along. So the effective leader has to be equally adaptable to those changes to be effective, must be able to adjust to those new situations and those changing circumstances. And why? Because the leader above anyone else in the team is charged with identifying the challenges and opportunities of the task at hand. Now, the quicker I can do that, the quicker I can, you know, course redirect and move in the direction that we need to move. So the ability to identify those risks, those opportunities, and those challenges more quickly is uh, is is very important uh, for the adaptable leader. So the idea here is, look, you know, um, because things are changing, it could be the team itself, it could be the circumstances, it could be the objective of the project or the task or whatever it might be. Because of that, we typically need to uh, course correct, you know, frequently during a, during a task. And uh, that's usually the job of the leader to perceive those changes that are needed, those changes in direction, and to identify them quickly. So they need to be willing to adjust their approach. Now, I see a lot of leaders who are very ineffective because they're uncomfortable changing from a given approach, or they only have one or two approaches that they're familiar with. And if the circumstances don't allow for those approaches to be effective, uh, you know, they struggle. So the willingness to adjust the approach and try new things and, and do that experimenting is, is key, I think, uh, for, for, for being adaptable. So managing the team through the change and, and working through those barriers is, is key. Yeah, that's great. I think it's so crucial to be able to be flexible and adapt to a situation. Um, two other aspects that I think that are really important as well that I want to talk about is building trust and communicating well. So Tom, trust is crucial in leadership. How do leaders build and maintain trust within their teams or organizations? I certainly agree with you. Trust trust is key. There, there's no question about that. It, it Trust is kind of the building block or the foundation for making sure your teams collaborate, making sure you're, you, know, you have open communication, and if you're going to create a high-performance team, you have to have trust, not only within the team or and with the, the, the leadership that that are leading that team. And how, how, how do you do that one way is certainly lead, leading by example, demonstrating the leader, the leader must demonstrate his values or her values and the behaviors they expect from the team. Be consistent in your actions uh, and, and with your decisions. Uh, again, <laughs> I know this is cliche, but communication. Uh, you have to have that open and honest communication. You have to be able to actively listen to your team members. They have to be, and I know we said this a couple of times, Andrew, it, they have to be able to feel like they can bring problems to you and you use their input and feedback. Is 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 certainly critical, but sharing information openly, sharing information that you know may not be that popular, and, and but having the trust in your team that they that can handle those things and move forward with that information to either 
accomplish that task or solve problems, challenges, etc. Uh, sh uh, show empathy. Uh, you know, you have to be able to listen with empathy uh, and both, you know, and show that support of your team, both not only professionally and on the job, but personally, uh, if, if someone, you know, wants to talk to you about a personal situation, uh, you got to follow through with your commitments and promises uh, it, it, for them, for your team to be able to trust you. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, building and continuing to maintain that trust, it's an ongoing process. It doesn't start and stop. Uh, it requires continuous effort, attention, uh, but it certainly pays off in the end, uh, holding that team together, uh, being able to continue that collaboration and then, and, and having some, having an overall organization success. Absolutely. Like you said, it's an ongoing process. And I think that's why communication is so important as well. So Andrew, maybe you can touch on this, but effective communication is often cited as a key leadership skill, as we've already touched on. But can you share any tips for improving communication as a leader? Yeah, I think we've been talking about this for hundreds of years too, haven't we? How to communicate effectively. And if you distill it down, and look through all the theories and through my personal experience, I think there's a couple of a couple of um, tips, if you want to call them that. You know, the clearer and the more simple you can be in your message, the better. Okay, uh, if it's too complicated, people start to reinterpret or misinterpret. So there is no value in making a story bigger than it needs to be. So clear and concise communication or messaging is important. We all know about listening and how it's important for the leader to listen. That's also important in communication, but there's listening and then there's listening. I think putting yourself in the shoes of the person talking and listening to them as an ally, which means regardless of what it is you're saying and what my opinion about it is, I'm hearing you as if I'm on your side. I'll make my decision about the situation later, but in order for me to hear properly what it is you're saying, I have to be on your side and in your shoes. So that ability, I think, is is important. Uh, you know, to be able to to understand properly what that person is saying. Uh, Tom talked earlier about receiving feedback and being open to feedback is an important uh, characteristic of communication because I think it builds trust. Um, but likewise, you must be prepared to give feedback so that the person you're speaking with or the team you're speaking with is also growing uh, in their understanding of the situation. Something I personally would like to do better because I think it's very effective is the use of stories and examples uh, to explain something, to describe something. Um, so using a story that you may have read or an example that you personally experienced. And of course, uh, the big killer for communication is when the message is not consistent and then everybody just uh, ignores anything after that. Um, so, you know, messaging has to be consistent. I think these are some common and agreeable characteristics of effective communication. Yeah, that's that's so good. So well put. Um, another thing I just want to talk about, because in everything, there's always going to be challenges and you're going to learn how to and have to tackle and navigate those challenges. So, Guy, can you talk to this? How do leaders effectively navigate challenges and uncertainties, especially in times of crisis or change? Oh, so um, really, kind of, I mean, it's it, 
it goes back to everything Andrew and Tom were saying. And I want to start with, I don't want to be repetitive here, but communication. You know, it's the role of the leader to ensure that there is a clear vision. And in the time of crisis and sometimes panic, that vision, that goal, and that objective needs to be clear. And, and I won't uh, repeat what they said, but once again, it is how do we navigate those challenges is communicate, communicate, communicate clearly. Um, the other thing is, is take a deep breath, have a little patience, be that calm in that storm for people. Um, you know, have that confidence, et cetera. I guess one of the things that I could add uh, to this is, you know, before a crisis or a challenge happens, build that leadership team around you. The one that can challenge you, that uh, is there, that pushes you, that that, as they alluded to earlier, is the trust and loyalty is already built. And you man, navigating through that challenge is you rely on the team, um, the leadership team that you've built around you also, which would give you confidence, et cetera. Yeah, that's great. I, I really liked your point of just being the voice of reason and keep trying to keep everyone calm. I think that's so important. Um, Tom, what are some emerging trends or challenges in leadership that leadership prepare for in the future? Well, it seems like there are new trends and and, and new uh, new challenges almost every day. One thing that, that comes to the top of my mind is the digital transformation. Uh, leaders have to be able to adapt to the, the this real fast pace of technological advancements and leverage those dig, these digital tools to to continue to run the organization, grow the organization, and because you want to do that very efficiently. So certainly digital is digital transformations are, are, are huge. The other thing that comes to my mind is remote work. You know, that was created back in, in the pandemic and it continues to be challenged, but remote work and flexible leadership. Uh, leaders have to be able to develop skills to manage these virtual teams, continue to foster that collaboration, you know, despite they may not see, see their employees every day in the office. And then maintaining that 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 engagement in in a digital environment. Uh, to me, some of the, the the things that have been around forever is continuous learning and skill development. Uh, you, you have to continue that. It, it's crucial for leaders to stay relevant in their roles, given the fast paced changes in technology and and in business today. So that has to continue. Uh, the other thing we that's 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 coming on with the digital transformation it's been around a while but the but data-driven decisions you have to be able to analyze and leverage that data because there's tons of it today and there's many ways to 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 look at that data to evaluate that data because strategic the the decisions again strategic decisions are uh are a key leadership skill to, to lead your teams and then there's global uncertainty. Certainly, if you're leading global teams and you have teams in other countries, uh, they have to be. You have to incorporate that into into your into your leadership uh, abilities. And the last, and I'll just end it with this one: is uh, cybersecurity. 
Cybersecurity threats are real. They're happening. You read about them almost every day. Uh, but we have to rely on, on the technology and the challenge and, and challenges that, that they create, protect you know, all this information and, and maintain that, uh, maintain our business and uh, continue to run our businesses uh, effectively. So at the end of the day, I think it's important for leaders to continuously learn, adapt, and stay informed about all these emerging trends to, to, uh, to lead their companies in the future. Absolutely. Totally agree. Um, Guy, to end this off, um, how can aspiring leaders continue to learn and grow in their roles? Wow. So continual learning. I, I think that's one of the key aspects or key uh, um, attributes of a uh, of an effective leader is that continual learning. So, you know, a lot of people say that, but I would encourage, uh, you know, any leader that wants to grow is have a plan to grow and evolving and to continually learn. What does that look like? What does that learning plan look like for you on an annual basis? And what are those milestones that you want to achieve? The other big one that, um, that helped me so much in my career and I've seen be um, advantageous is you need a mentor and a coach. Um, I, I can't tell you, you know, the impact that when I was a young executive, having a mentor and coach, uh, my personal mentor and coach was a guy named Tom Jacoby, and he was mentored by Dr. Deming. And so he was so influential in giving me the, the knowledge and just someone that, that I could turn to in times of crisis or in direction. So I would encourage, uh, you know, those that want to grow in their leadership capabilities, find that lifelong mentor and that coach that's going to um, help you navigate those, uh, those opportunities in leadership. Wow, that's that's awesome. Thank you so much for all that great advice. Well, that's going to wrap up today's episode. I appreciate you all joining me here today and really hope that your insights that you'll all have offered will help someone out there to understand why effective leadership is so important in any aspect of life. So with that, thank you all and we'll see you next time. This is Andrew Zova and this has been the Results Matter Business Podcast by RCI.